You're listening to Radio Influence. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Uh, first, let me say uh, the great Don, Don Shula, who passed at 90 years old just uh, yesterday, I believe it was. Um, you know, rest in peace to the great Don Shula, winning his coach in football history. Uh, I had a little exposure to him when I was with the Buccaneers early in my career. We used to always scrimmage the Dolphins, and he used to roll up in here, and he seemed like a cool dude. People seem to enjoy playing for him. Um, we, we got a chance to interview him a couple of times. The last time we interviewed him on the Ron Ian show, uh, um, he, he lost his faculties a little bit. Like after that interview, I looked at Ron. I go, we probably shouldn't have Don Shula on again. I mean, it was a tough, it was a tough, tough interview. Um, but uh, yeah, one love to Don Shula, who once again, 90 years old, had a wonderful career. And uh, you didn't hear a lot of bad things about Don Shula. So one love to him and his family. Um Let's talk about some of the other things that happened around the way as far as uh, the draft went. Um, the draft, obviously, uh, going from top to bottom, I'm not the guy to give the, the draft the grades. I don't give a shit if somebody got an A- minus or a B plus, you know, in April. I don't care. It doesn't mean it. It means absolutely nothing. Do yourself a favor and go back and look at to see the grades that other teams have gotten for their drafts and see how it turns out. I bet. It's right down the middle of people being right and wrong, just like everything else, like flipping a coin, pretty much. Uh, but the one, um, I guess, weird, you know, going on in draft for me was the Green Bay Packers and, you know, LaFleur over there, the coach. Uh, to me, it's clearly a situation with egos, you know, with Aaron Rodgers and LaFleur. And listen, Aaron Rodgers is the kind of guy, I think Aaron Rodgers is a tough guy to deal with. I think Aaron Rodgers likes to um, display his plumage to let everybody know that he's the man. And I think his coach is the same way. Because in order for the Green Bay Packers to trade up to go get Jordan Love in a draft that's littered with talented wide receivers and your quarterback who took you to 13-3 and three last year and took you to the NFC Championship last year, you didn't get him one tool and forget about first round in the first seven rounds. You, you couldn't find one wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers in the first seven rounds of football and you drafted up to go draft his heir apparent? Mm. I mean, egos are one thing, personalities, all that good. How the hell can he look Aaron Rodgers in his face and go, that was what's best for our team and you? He can't say that. It wasn't what's best for Aaron Rodgers, that's for sure. No way. Because now Aaron Rodgers, the second he throws five passes, five bad passes, they're going to be looking over, he's going to be looking over his shoulder for some young kid who is the, you know, the heir apparent. And same thing that happened in, in San Francisco with Montana and Young, okay? Same thing that happened with Favre and Rodgers the first time way back when. The same thing happened with Mahomes and Alex Smith. And the, the irony of the whole thing is that Aaron Rodgers, who went through this with Brett Favre, you know, he and others complained that Brett Favre wasn't a leader and wasn't really breaking him in and wasn't teaching him anything. Let's see how much of a leader Aaron Rodgers is towards Jordan Love, 
who wants to take his job. It may sound easy. Oh, just teach him everything. But why the hell you want to teach a young kid with more talent than you what you know? That's all you got over him. So keep an eye on that. I don't see that turning out well. I really don't. I see Aaron Rodgers having an issue with the organization, and I see that blowing up in somebody's face soon, okay? For those of you who like to go watch in some you know, football documentaries and things like that, you have to go watch the, the one on Alex Smith, uh, obviously the quarterback for the, uh, the Redskins um, that went down and, uh, in a gruesome way, went down the same way Joe Theismann did, and a lot of eerie similarities to it. Uh, but in essence, his foot was on backwards, and um, he, he'll never be the same athlete again. But do yourself a favor and go watch that documentary. He had 17 surgeries, you know, went into sepsis and all these different things and could have died. And, he, you know, the, the doctors gave him a choice of keeping his leg or, you know, you can cut your leg off. If you keep your leg, you have to have all these numerous surgeries or you can try to keep your leg. And when you show him working out with the cage around his leg, this big bulky metal cage around his leg. Um, I got the utmost respect for Alex Smith and going through 17 surgeries and all the things that he's uh, been through. Man, I, I just don't know if I can do it. So you definitely, if you like the good viewing and you got plenty of time, go back and check that out. Now, other big things that happened, obviously Jameis Winston being signed by the New Orleans, uh, New Orleans Saints. Um, didn't sign for a whole lot. Got like $1.1 million, I guess, has the ability to make up to $3 million with incentives. Now, let's get this straight, everybody. Um, like Mar- Marcus Mariota got signed by the Raiders. Uh, he got substantially more than that. Uh, Andy Dalton just got signed by the Dallas Cowboys. I think his base is $3 million, has the ability to make up to $7 million. Um, Jameis Winston signed it at that time with that team for the future of his position, okay? You know, he could have st- signed with the Dallas Cowboys and went over there and ran into turmoil and you know how much you're going to learn from Dak, Dak Prescott. He's learning himself. You go to New Orleans and you have, you know, Drew Brees there and you have Sean Payton there and you got a world of knowledge. You're going to learn the game. Sitting back watching the game always helps. I'm telling you it does. It'll make you a better football player. And I think Jameis just realized that there's a missing piece to my puzzle, and hopefully it's over there in New Orleans. Like he could have went somewhere else and maybe got a little bit more money and just maybe not come out of it, you know, with the same you know amount of knowledge and and maybe come out of it as the same quarterback. He needs the game to slow down. When when the game becomes easier to you, and that's any game you ever play in your in your lifetime. I don't care what game you play. If you uh, if you love playing darts, okay, when you hold that dart in your hand, it feels a certain way if you're a good dart player, okay? It's, it's about repetitions. It's about slowing things down. You know, when I was an offensive lineman, when I first got in as a rookie, it looked like everything was going 1,000 miles an hour. And then when you go to fast forward to maybe my third year, yeah, things were going maybe 60 miles an hour. Then you can fast forward to my seventh year. All of a sudden, things start to crawl a little bit because I knew the game. Jameis still has some learning to do, obviously. You know, when your last throw you have is that throw he, he put in the flat for a touchdown and the other way, you still have more to learn. But nobody's ever put together fantastic film right next to just imbecilic film than Jameis Winston. Nobody's done it more than Jameis Winston. Nobody's had gorgeous film bunched together 
right next to shitty film like that. I've never seen it. Not in abundance like that. Nobody's done that much of both. Never. And Jameis Winston is going to become a better football player this year. No doubt. And I'm going to make a prediction that the New Orleans Saints and and Sean Payton and the organization, they're going to fall in love with Jameis Winston because Jameis left here and really nobody badmouthed Jameis Winston on the way out. Now, Bruce Aaron said, well, we, we could win without Jameis Winston. That's not badmouthing Jameis Winston. What you never heard about Jameis Winston is that he didn't put it in. He put it in. He put in the time. He put in the effort. When he was on that field, he was fighting. Nobody ever said he didn't do that. It's just about decision-making, and that's it, okay? And I'm hoping the best for Jameis. I'm, you know, I'm, I would consider myself a Jameis Winston fan because he was a Buccaneer quarterback for five years. I'm a fan. At the end of it, I think it's time to go a different direction, but that's because I'm a Buccaneer fan, and I just think he, he may not be the right guy. And you just can't keep on putting all the eggs in that basket thinking, oh, this is a guy, then keep on failing, okay? You got that's the problem. Bruce Arians doesn't have a long time in the, in the Bay Area. He doesn't, maybe two more years. So are you going to do the same thing that you've been doing the last five years and then make the same mistake? That would be stupid, wouldn't it? That's why he set out to get his guy, and his guy was Tom Brady. Now he's got Tom Brady. Now he's got Gronkowski. Now if we have a football season, we have something to cheer for. And let's hope that happens because that's a whole other show. I mean, I I just don't know how that's going to happen either. I don't know how you're going to get 100 football players with trainers and coaches and press to congregate in in September or August. I don't see how that's going to happen personally. And if people are talking about quarantining teams and leagues, you're going to tell me you're going you're to get a player that's going to be away from his kids for two or three months? It's not going to happen. I, I just got a really bad feeling there's not going to be any sports at all in 2020. I got a really, really bad feeling. If anybody ever wants to email me, it's ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com. Make sure you're listening to all the other podcasts as well. Ron and Ian Show, Monday through Friday, 95.3 FM, 6.20 AM. Appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, let's hope that we keep on having some good news with the Buccaneers as the offseason progresses. And let's hope that this virus goes the hell away so we can start talking about a real football season. Everybody have a wonderful week and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. I'm Jerry Petuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. Radio Influence.